a group of terrorists hijack an amusement park, and it'll take a washed-up actor and some karate-kicking kids to take it back. It's Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain, this week on Sucktastic Cinema. Well, this isn't very good. Welcome back into Sucktastic Cinema, one and all, where if these movies try too hard or know what they are, endearment is the name of the game. I am Steven, I am Matt, and thank you for joining us one and all. Uh, once again, this week we have a uh, a new episode, an original, a Sucktastic Cinema original, if you yes. listened last week. Not Hopefully. recycling any dead podcasts. Yes. Exactly. It's... Hey, it's, as long as you all go over there, and the Radcast actually had more downloads in the month of June than it has in like six months. Really? So, yeah. Interesting. So, so it's not dead. Um, I am not dead. Yes. Uh, so help us resurrect that so maybe we can get back to it. I'm just kidding. This is our focus right now. This is it, baby. This is the one. Uh, but Sucktastic Cinema, thank you for joining us. That's what you're listening to. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you listened last week, you know, we rehashed kind of an old Radcast episode yeah. um, uh, because we didn't get a chance to record for a new episode mm-hmm. for last week. So hopefully you enjoyed Agent Cody Banks. Um, Try to supply it. Hopefully it wasn't too much. It wasn't too jarring because we generally, the how we formatted that yeah. was a skeleton for this. Yeah. So it I, not, I don't think it not was. Not too far off. So hopefully you enjoyed it. If, you did, if you're listening in this week for the very first time, welcome, Sinner. Welcome, Sinner. Yes. Uh, go back if you like. If you like this episode, go back and listen to all of our previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but since you're here today, we are talking Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain. And I would like to say, right right out of the gate, we're go- this, this movie's going to get us killed. We are tiptoeing um, a little bit, uh, maybe um, not as much snark, uh, because uh, Michael Lasky... Um, has, who, who played Colt in yes, this movie? Exactly. We don't want to get uh, our hearts ripped out by yeah. this man because he's a he's a legitimate tough guy. I posted how I always do on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'll post. There's a nice collage of pictures Stephen yeah. makes that shows what we're doing, what movies are doing in that particular month. Sometimes it's tentatively. I mean, yeah. hindsight, uh, it shows it tentatively because sometimes we don't yeah. stick to that 100. Exactly. But I posted the one for July, and there was a picture of this movie. And Big Bang Mike, Mike mm-hmm. Olasky, who plays Colt in this movie, put, whoa, ouch. Yes. And if you know anything about him, he's a legitimate martial artist, mm-hmm. he's a five-time M- MMA champion. Yes. He's preparing for a fight that's coming up, mm-hmm. so he is probably ready to rip someone's head off. Yep. And we are that someone. I was going to say, we are, those, we are going to be those someones, yes. apparently. Apparently. Um, but... In all seriousness, yes. he seems like he's got a great sense of humor. Yeah, he seemed like a really good sport about it. I mean, yeah. we commented we commented pretty much variations of what we just yeah, said. Like, kind of faux, like, oh, shit, please yeah, don't like, beat us up. Like, I, I, I even put on there, I was like, oh, boy. Uh, Mike, this is going to happen. Mike, we figured you'd see this post, and we are fully ready to throw your, throw ourselves at your mercy. Yeah. And he commented like, ha, ha, ha. So yeah. it seems like a really good sport. Yeah. Um, he's might, con- I mean, might reach out to him to see if we can do like a follow-up episode. Maybe. If, he, hey, if he's listening to this, maybe we did already, and you know, you 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 agreed. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't um, know. But he's, he's, he's liked posts we've made in the past yeah. pertaining to like Power yep. Rangers and stuff like yeah. that. So uh, he seems like a good dude. 
Uh, so, Michael Lasky, hopefully we don't piss you off with this episode. Yes. But before we get into the episode, Matt, why don't you let everyone know where they can find us on social media. So, you can find us on Instagram. We're at SucktasticPod. Then you can find us on Twitter at SucktasticSin, C-I-N for cinema. And that's where we get the name Sinners from because the listeners are our sinners. And this is a space where it's okay to be a sinner. Especially our mom. Especially our mom. She'll refuse to call herself a sinner, but guess what, mom? You're a sinner. Mm -hmm. You listen every week. You're a sinner. And, you know, if you found us and are listening to us right now, you obviously know where to find us Mm -hmm. as far as podcast apps go. So if you could find us on all major podcast apps, uh, wherever possible, hit like, hit subscribe, five-star ratings, reviews, really helps us out. Yep. Uh, so without further ado, it's movie time. And now for our feature presentation. Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain was released June 18th, 1998, which is actually it had a small box office release. So it wasn't really? straight to video. Hmm. Um, when I say small, it's like 120 theater- theaters yeah. over like U.S. and Canada. Yeah. So in a very short run. Sure. But it does have box office, which I was very, right. very surprised okay, by. Okay, all right. Uh, because I only ever knew it as a straight-to-video movie. Did all the Three Ninjas movie have box office? Uh, I feel like I feel like I they did. I don't think Knuckle Up did. So the third one was straight-to-video. We are going to touch briefly on the strange timeline of the yeah. Three Ninjas movies. Yes. But... Uh, in just a second here, June 18th, 1998, mm-hmm. which I remember watching it when it came out on VHS, yeah. mm-hmm. directed by Sean McNamara, who uh, I think will probably probably be the mm-hmm. first director to, uh, inducted yeah. into the Sucktastic Hall mm-hmm. of Fame, because we have at least one or two more of his movies that we're doing, mm-hmm. starring Lonnie Anderson as Medusa, Lonnie. Lonnie, WKRP in Cincinnati, yes. the former Mrs. Burt Reynolds, Yes, uh, our pal Hulk Hogan. Is Dave Terry Dragon. Hulk Hogan, Dave Meet, Dragon. We're meeting that Hulk Hogan quota. Jim Varney, the the incomparable mm. Jim Varney. Love Jim Varney. He can a, he could play the most evil villain in the world, mm-hmm. and I'd still love him. Yeah, he's he's playing Lothar, uh, who's Lothar of the Hill People. I am Lothar of the, the Hill people. people. Not my favorite SNL sketch, no. but anytime I hear Lothar, that's what I think yeah. of. Um, but he's uh, Medusa's secondhand the man, sword wielding Lothar. Yes, we'll get to that. Yes, yes. he's a rapier blade. <laughs> um, Victor Wong, the great Victor Wong, mm. is Grandpa Morty. Uh, yet another tie that Dude. we're kind of getting yeah. to things that we're referencing in as many weeks. Uh, he was Egg Shen in Big in Trouble, Big Trouble in Little, Little China. China. Yeah. Um, Matthew uh, Bodichis, who plays Rocky. Bodebaker. Yes, Matthew Bodebaker. <laughs> uh, so get this connection. Yes. So if you listen to Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, I made mention of Bug Hall, who plays mm-hmm. Adam in Honey, We Shrunk yeah. Ourselves, and he's alfalfa and little rascals. Mm-hmm. I mentioned how he played Eddie Munster in a shitty 90s Munsters Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Well, another month, 90s Munsters TV movie came out on Was Hall- that the name of it? Another ni- another Munsters TV movie? <laughs> another 90s Munsters TV movie. A very <laughs> Brady the, 90s Munsters TV movie. Yeah, that was movie. the sequel. Yeah. But there was a, actually the first kind of 90s Munsters mm-hmm. adaptation. Uh, Edward Herman, who okay. he, he played uh, Herman Munster yeah. in it. And like Christine Taylor uh, okay. plays... Um, uh, Marilyn Munster, uh-huh. and, and so it's actually funny because Matthew Bodichis or Rocky. Boduchis, yeah. Rocky plays Eddie Munster. Oh, and that nice. So I thought that was a pretty 
cool connection. Yeah. Uh, it's actually harder to find and it aired on Halloween in 1995. Ooh. Ooh, ooh yeah. I like that. Um, so, uh, ooh. Ooh. Yes, exact. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Knock it off. Okay. Uh, Michael Lasky, who we just mentioned. Yes. Our, our pal, our pal, our, Michael Our good Lasky. buddy, Michael Lasky, the handsome Michael Lasky. Yes. Uh, as Colt. Yeah. James Paul Roski as uh, the third. Oh, I was put as the third. He as the he, third brother. He he was he was the third the little boy. Well, James Paul Roski the third. Um, he's also oh. the third brother and the third Tum Tum. Oh. So triple Roski three. Blowski. Triple three times three is six six six. <laughs> um, you want another? You know the six weeks of Kevin Bacon. Laid on me. Game baby. connection. Laid on me, baby. So James Paul Roski was in an episode of a show called The Profiler mm-hmm. with Robert Davi, who yeah. was the villain in Taking of Beverly Hills, which uh, was a movie that we, we didn't, didn't get to. Get to. Yeah. And he was also one of the Fratelli brothers in The Goonies oh. with Joe Pantoliano. Oh, him. Yeah. Who was in Ready to Rumble, which oh, we did already. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also in the show The Profiler was Caitlin Wax. Who oh, was in from Airbud Seventeen Fetch, Fetch, which we did already. Yeah, uh, he was also wow, in an episode. He was also in an episode. The little kid was in an episode of Saved by the Bell: The College Years, mm-hmm. with, which featured Bob Golick. Mm-hmm. Which hold on to that tie here. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Earlywine as Amanda, with Alan McRae as Sam and Margarita Franco as Jessica. So Victor Wong was in all, all four, of them. Yeah. Um, and Margarita Franco and Alan McRae were in three, three of them. Yeah, which uh, ones? Which one were they not in? Knuckle, Knuckle up. up. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that's, Lindsay Lindsay Felton is Jennifer, who Lindsay Felton, who acted in uh, very much products of their time, the film Grind. And then the teen, if you saw the cover of it, yeah. I'm almost positive you didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's like a secular extreme days. Oh. Very Christian reference there, oh, a okay. Christian movie reference there. Yeah. Um, but Grind, and then the teen Nickelodeon program, Caitlin's, Caitlin's Way. Way. And Caitlin Wax. Yes. That's not the connection I'm getting no, at, but yes. But. <laughs> you want another connection, a uh, Nickelodeon tie? Yeah. Kirk Bailey plays one of the bumbling henchmen. Yeah. He was camp counselor Kevin Ugly oh, in, in Salute, Salute Your Shorts. Shorts. Yeah. Want another tie to a common reference to this show? Oh, ca- Roadhouse. Travis McKenna, who is the heavier yeah. set bumbling henchman, was one of the more likable, also heavy set bouncers in Roadhouse. Roadhouse, yeah. And you know that... Um, Coach reference, or, oh, oops. Um, Uh-oh. So Travis McKenna was in several episodes yeah. of Coach, yeah. very under, underrated 90s yes. sitcom. Bob Golick, who I mentioned was yeah. saved by the Bell of College Years, that little tum-tum yeah. made an appearance in yeah. an episode. He played, he was in an episode of Coach as well. There's so much depth to this movie. Yes. There, it, there's so much depth to it. This is a bit of a stretch, though. Al McRae, the dad. Yeah. Was he played a cross dresser in the movie Once Bitten with Jim Carrey oh, and Lauren Hutton? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the female lead in that was a, a, an actress by the name of uh, Karen Coppins, Karen mm-hmm. Coppins, who was in Troop Beverly Hills with Coach Hayden Fox oh. himself, Craig T. Craig Nelson. T. Nelson. So there's another oh. coach reference. Brendan O'Brien was Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, Brendan O'Brien, who yeah. is who looks like Liza Minnelli in yes, this movie. He does. <laughs> um, Karen Copens was also in a TV movie about adult Archie from the Archie comics. She was Veronica, and Lauren Holly was Betty. And you oh. know the connection between the two of them. Lauren Holly was married to Jim Carrey. Exactly. Who was in Once Bitten. They've both locked lips with Jim Carrey. Ooh. Um, Karen once been in Lauren Holly. Yes. The third henchman. Yes, Brendan O'Brien, who looks like Liza Minnelli. Yeah. Um, was the voice of Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. And the best degree from Kevin Bacon, though, is Victor Wong. Grandpa was in Tremors with who else? 
Kevin Bacon. Reba McIntyre. Yes. That's right. I was going to. Yes, you're right. But with Reba, remember that Archie movie that I just mentioned? <sighs> Christopher Rich played Archie, and he played Brock Hart, her ex-husband, in the show. Oh, Reba. Reba. Yeah. Uh, who, who, Rich, Chris Rich, Christopher Rich was in the Joy Luck Club. With Victor Wong. Oh, my. Grandpa Mori from this very movie, thus completing the chain in our game of Six Degrees of Grandpa Mori. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! So if we you're, should do that for every episode. Yes. If you all are still listening, it was a box office, a very limited run, like I said, of approximately $375,000. I don't know what the Why? budget was. Um, <laughs> See, some of the shots, you're like, this is a pretty... Uh, I, feel, I feel like most of the budget went into Hulk Hogan. I, I I feel like a lot of it probably did, and probably securing and uh, and they I would assume they had they had to change around the the amusement park yeah because um, mm-hmm. it looked different yeah so kind of securing shooting schedules with that mm-hmm. and extras and it was so, in the millions probably yeah the budget. I would assume so this movie lost a lot of money yes. in the theaters so yes. that's probably why they took it out um, home video release I don't know how much money it made uh, we we rented it yeah. speaking of home video. Our segment, what was on the VHS? Yes. So these might these movies might sound a little familiar. So first, The Legend of Zorro, Madeline. Legend of Zelda. Yes, <laughs> Legend of Zelda. Uh, the movie Madeline. Yes. Can you guess which movie we've heard all of those on before? Oh, uh, shoot. You put me on the spot. It's the next preview, Mother Flippin' Spice World. Oh, of course. So there's another reference yeah. to a movie we've already covered. Um, and then Oliver the Musical on VHS Holy and DVD. Vit. Yes. Please, uh, sir, can I have some? Exactly. Has everybody else gotten some, Oliver? If nobody else is getting more, why yeah. are you so special to get more? Exactly. You can't get seconds left until everyone gets first, you little shit. Yeah. Also, UK, then everybody's going to want seconds. Yeah. Oliver is a troublemaker, and that soldier was right for getting angry at him. <laughs> soldier. Yes. Or whoever Or whatever was. he was. Hint, the, the yes. dean of orphanage. I don't know. Uh, we have the UK release. So the UK oh, release has something different. It's yeah. a whole, there's a whole bunch of advertisements warning against video piracy. Mm. So I'm must, telling you, it's illegal. So don't do it. Well, there's one kind of in that same vein. <laughs> and the next one's like, I'm serious. Don't well, do it. The thing <laughs> is, you're not far off. That seems like what the UK was trying to get uh, was trying to like get the message <laughs> across with. There's like four aver- four different mm-hmm. advertisements, and one of them is like. You know, if you do, like, don't do it because you're going to end up as a sucker. So, like... Don't be a sucker. Yeah. Um, But then there's a teaser for Godzilla. Ah. Like the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Um, A preview for My Giant with Billy Crystal. Oh, yeah. Where Billy Crystal tries making a Turkish giant who can less than barely speak English into a movie star. Oh, yeah. And then an advertisement for a compilation of late 90s techno and house music called Streetwise. Huh. Because house music is very big in the yeah. UK. Um, this, yeah, this is true. Yeah, so it's a mix of 90s techno and mm-hmm. house music called Streetwise. So, in the, And you said it's a movie? No, no, no. It's a compilation CD. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so it's like when we would get the advertisements for yeah. uh, like the compilations. 100 like Greatest Love songs. 90s alternative like rock yeah. music. is like, rock your ass off. Yeah. Oh, heaven let your light shine yeah. down. Rock. Rock the rock the house mix. Rock mm-hmm. the rock the house. Bringing down the house. Yes. Yeah. Um, they didn't do any any takes or that they used all three takes. <laughs> yeah, except bringing down the house. 
All right, so the movie opens up on a black screen while the credits roll, accompanied by the narration from a familiar voice. Mm. If you've seen the previous three installments, you know the voice belongs to the much-loved Grandpa Maury, yep. who is the only character from the original to appear, to appear in all four movies. Maury. Yes. Maury Gardner. <laughs> um, he's telling of a great legend and a great broadsword. It is up and to... A great broad. Sword. <laughs> it is up to whoever he's talking to to retrieve the sword and return it to its rightful place. If we know the films, we know who the grandpa is talking to. Yeah, which it's funny that it opens up with like a legend that you would think, oh, this is going to set out up through the, movie. the movie. But it just, it sets up the beginning obstacle course. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's, uh, I was, it, it's one of those things from <laughs> like, yeah, it can be confusing. Yeah. Because it never comes up again. Mm-hmm. It's like, why did, why did you have narration but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We, want, yeah. we got Grandpa Mori. Yeah. Um, the movie fades in on three small boys in karate get-ups, shuffling up to an obstacle course the grandpa set up. We get tight shots on each of them individually. Now, these are new faces, but we know these three to be Rocky, Tum mm-hmm. Tum, and Colt. Yeah. Now, I would like to comment on the timelines mm-hmm. of these movies. Um, it's confusing. Yeah. Because there's don't even go in looking for continuity because yeah. there's yeah. none. Yeah. Now I say can it's confusing for somebody who truly tries to dissect yeah. it. I don't tries to take it over the yeah. years like these boys should be older. The thing and they should. Yeah, but these these characters are constantly are frozen they're in like, time. They're like cartoons. Like yeah. they're like Bart Simpson is forever ten years old. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Rugrat well, bad example. I was gonna say the Rugrats are forever babies, but they didn't they all growed up. Sure. Yeah. So. Um I just think it's funny that let's see, so the first movie what came out in nineteen ninety? Uh, I think it was ninety three. Nine, yes, 93. Early 90s. Yeah, early 90s. It, I don't think it was 93. Well, yeah, uh, early 90s. But, so the first movie comes out, and the second movie comes out, but the second movie was filmed after the, the third, third movie, movie. But the third movie was released after, after the, the second, second movie. movie. So it's confusing when you watch Rocky, Tum Tum, and Colt from the first movie. Yeah. Second movie, Rocky and Tum Tum are different, but Colt yeah. is the same. Yeah. And then the third movie, if you saw the third yeah. movie, it's Rocky and Tum Tum and Colt from the first movie. Yeah. And then now in this movie, which there's got to be at least at least six or seven years between movie th- one thir- and, yeah, and yeah, this movie. Yeah, movie one and this, yeah. Um, I, I logic would say, like, these characters have to be at least 17 or 18 yeah. for Rocky and Colt and then maybe 13 for Tum Tum. Yeah. But Rocky and Colt only look to be about a year older, and Tum Tum looks to be about three years younger. Yeah, I was going to say, Tum Tum's like seven in this movie. Yeah. Uh, like six or seven, yeah. which in the other movies he's maybe like seven eight or, or eight. nine. It may be nine. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just the logic just, is funny. funny to yeah, me. it's the same thing with the Home Alone movies. Like, or, or at least in the one, like the fourth one, when they tried to still make it Kevin mm-hmm. and like Buzz and all them. It's like no, just make them different characters. The third one did that, and it's not great, but at least they did something different. Yeah, it's just I just think the logic is yeah, it's, it's funny it's, pointing that out. Yeah. Because there's, there's obviously time between the first two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or between, like, all of it. it does, but anyway. Again, it, but but, but anyway. the mom and dad are the same, and they've aged. And yes. Grandpa's aged, Grandpa's too. clearly aged. Yeah. Uh, but this Victor is Wong Victor is Wong's always, last movie, yes, too. Yes, exactly. Um, not a bad way to go out, I no, suppose. No, here's the thing. I, actually, I like act. this movie. I do, too. Especially yeah. for But especially for, like, a character actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... So it's Rocky, Tum Tum, and Colt, who we know. We all get individual tight shots on him. Grandpa holds a sword high over his head and calls for the Beninjas. 
<laughs> huh? I didn't edit any of this, yeah. so you know, I and also self-editing Dub as I ninjas. go. Yes, uh, I'm self-editing as I read it. Mm-hmm. He calls for the ninjas, being his grandsons, to take on his obstacle course of death traps and return the sword. Rocky and Colt look at each other, and the brothers slap hands. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of slap hands in this movie. Yeah, and Rocky. Let's go. Yeah, and Rocky exclaims that they need to do the damn thing. Yeah, there's a lot of weird like. ADR. The ADR like, is strange. Yeah, because it's like, yeah. It, like, it sounds like it was recorded later and dubbed yeah. over. It, it's it. There's a way to make it sound seamless because most all movies do ADR. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, because you know you have to, but still. Yeah. Like it just it's funny these movies and Secret Agents Club are like this too. It's really apparent. Yeah. That it was done, even though it's supposed to be done. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a little it's awkward. Yeah. And then Colt's like. Ow. <laughs> but his mouth doesn't match up. <laughs> yeah. Rocky sets off first, evading falling broomsticks. Colt then gives his best hi-ya and takes on his portion of the course. Tum-Tum then lets out a shrill hi-ya, takes a bite out of a dinner roll, then runs <laughs> through the course. Because Tum-Tum is Tum-Tum because of his Tum-Tum. Yeah. Tum-Tum, I will say, bears a striking resemblance to the mousy-voiced actress Georgia Engel, who is in the Mary Tyler Moore show, Everybody Loves Raymond, or as I always oh, referenced yeah. her, Shirley Burley from, from Coach. Coach. And it comes back around. Exactly. Um, also, they could have a little girl as Tum-Tum, for all we know, because this is a gender-ambiguous child. <laughs> yep. Mm. He really looks and sounds like... It, he sound he's a, he's a small child. Yeah, but and he, he's he, like, no thanks, mom. I'm not hungry. He he looks like a little girl. Yeah. Um. So anyway, after running through tires, blocking tennis balls with nunchucks, mm-hmm. as the fire from a as they fire from a cannon, evading yeah. arrows, breaking boards, ducking flying boxing gloves, yeah. kicking various things, and climbing a rope wall, all while pyrotechnics go off. Or, this is oh, this. This is state of the art obstacle course compared to the first movie when it was just it's clearly just put together on yeah. Grandpa's property. Yeah, it's it, it really is. This cre- is on Grandpa's property. Yeah, but, exactly. Know. And it's it's like a it's like a, a mo- like a special effects movie set. Yeah, and that, I mean that's what it is. But yeah. we're not supposed to know like. It's supposed to be like grandpa's property. Everything, when I say arrows, it's all stuff with like suction cups. Yeah, on it's it. like plungers. Every, everything is fairly safe except yeah. there's fire going off around them yeah. and uh and the part coming up here when uh he turn when grandpa turns out the lights yeah. in order for them to like trust their senses tum tum while well, is trying to kind of fumble along one of yeah. those like tire yeah they're showing that he yeah. can't see and he's um, like but he falls down and like there's like like a landmine that goes off next yeah. to his head <laughs> <laughs> is that just a flash bomb that's like ineffective but it's just supposed to throw off your senses i don't know yeah anyway the brothers grab the sword mm-hmm. and high five some more as triumphant music plays and grandpa's like you think you're hot shit right huh? yeah that's so yeah <laughs> uh even though they say they shredded that mess kicked its butt and it was a piece of cake grandpa Speaking isn't impressed cake, i'm hard let's I'm eat hungry let's eat oh let's eat <laughs> that's what it was yeah. grandpa isn't impressed rocky's like what the f pops what did we did what you asked us to? Yeah, we got the sword. Yeah. So don't get mad at us that you've lost touch in creating death traps. Yeah. Grandpa scoffs, and as his stunt double glides away on a zip line, <laughs> Grandpa tells the boys their victory doesn't mean anything unless you can do that shit in the dark. Yeah, which will this is the light up the eyes moment. Yes. Yeah, this this will obviously play into yes. the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the boys prove to be abysmal at this. After some bumping around in the dark for a minute, the next shot shows the boys and their grandpa walking outside. The guys are grabbing themselves and licking their wounds as grandpa gives some wisdom and then tells them to dig a well. <laughs> or they each have need to dig a hole because that is where grandpa's putting them later that night. <laughs> Cue to later that night. Tum Tum is saying how he wishes they could stay longer mm-hmm. and how he can't wait until next summer for more ninja training. Yeah. Rocky walks away from looking out the window and Colt holds a guitar. Rocky tells his brothers that playing Karate Ninja with Grandpa for three movies has been fun, <laughs> and he loves Grandpa, but his focus is elsewhere. Fair enough. He says he'll be turning 15 the next year, and how will he be, how will he be able to save up for a car when he's too busy playing dress-up in the woods with an elderly man every summer? This is true. Here, yeah. there's, like a, there's like a kind of a two-sided coin here. Like, I understand these teenagers don't want to spend their summer mm-hmm. with their grandfather right. because they're becoming teenagers. They're yeah. getting older. They want to. Sp- Colt says, "I want to spend t- the very handsome Michael Lasky says, yeah. I want to spend time at the beach.' I, you know, don't spend enough time at the beach. Yeah, and and and, but at the on the other hand, you're trying to convince me that ninja training isn't cool. Yeah, actually, and no. He says he being says, a ninja is way cool. He's like, it's cool, and I love Grandpa, but I want some. I want like, you know, I'm kind of growing out of it you know yeah, I, want exactly. to, I want my summers as a teenager which tum tum whines that rocky's mental and being a ninja is the coolest thing in the world next which, to eating yeah um colt puts down his guitar which indicates he means business and says maybe <laughs> rocky is right shit. It's maybe i'm gonna bash this over your head <laughs> maybe rocky's right it's not gimmicked either having grandpa putting them in dangerous situations every summer is fun and all but maybe they should be just be regular teenagers mm-hmm. say it ain't so colt you still know martial arts yeah you don't have to stop doing martial arts you just i'm done with coming here every summer and putting myself in harm's way yeah Tum Tum can't believe what he's hearing. If Rocky and Colt stop training with Grandpa, then how are they going to learn the ways of the close fist like television karate hero Dave Dragon? <laughs> is it Dragon or Dra- It's Dragon. It's got to be Dragon. It's well, Dragon. Well, well Tum Tum says Dave Dragon. Yeah, because he's because he's an idiot. <laughs> he is an idiot. Uh, which has been Grandpa's goal the last three movies is to make them like Dave Dragon, who we've only known in this movie. I'll make you like Hulk Hogan. Yes. Dressed as a karate master. Yeah. Rocky and Colt roll their eyes, but tell him he can't. He can still come out, and he has Grandpa all to himself now. The camera pans out to show Grandpa eavesdropping outside of the window, which begs the question: Has this been a common thing he does? Yeah. How often does Grandpa stand outside the boy's window? This is true. This is something to ponder from the last few movies. He we only see it now because something that he doesn't want to happen is happening. Mm-hmm. Either way, Grandpa is sad to be hearing this. Maybe maybe he should just become a swinger. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll just become a swinger like G.I. Joe or Buzz Lightyear. G.I. Joe. Okay, yeah. when I get to that so the when I get to that part yeah. I said Buzz Lightyear and I couldn't remember what he said, so I said the pet rock. Handy Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's not a real thing. What's uh, baby wets herself? Or well, what's <laughs> I don't know. Baby Huey, baby Herman. <laughs> next we hear baby men- wets herself. Uh, next we hear menacing music, and we zoom in on a giant ship. I was born on a pile of shit. <laughs> hold your tongue and say I was born on a pile of shit. Why do I have to hold my tongue to say that? Oh, oh wait, no, no wait, I did that wrong. A, born on a pirate ship. Oh yeah. well, you're born on a pi- pile of shit. Ha 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 ha. So guys are loading guns and prepping for something. We then get a slender fellow approaching a cloaked figure and says the men are ready. Now we are in the suburbs. 
Grandpa pulls up with the boys, and they're greeted by Sam and Jessica, the same parents throughout the two throughout two of the movies. Mommy and Daddy. Yes. Jessica asks the kids if they had an excellent time. Tum Tum tells them they beat a murderous obstacle course <laughs> and dug a ditch. Right, and we slept in it. Um, <laughs> it, was, it is nice, though, in these movies. It, there is a sense of familiarity when we see characters who have been in previous and movies. Dad has clearly come around to them yeah. training with Grandpa. Because if you watch the first cause, movie... Because that was like a point of contention for him in the first movie, yeah. is that he didn't like them doing ninja training. Yeah. Like, he held very much contempt over Maury yeah. over that. Yeah. Uh, Rocky asks if Mom has any food, to which Mom says she has some rad ham and cheese. Rocky and Cole are overjoyed at the sound of bland sandwich, and I'm baffled by how white these kids are. Yeah, just like ham said, and cheese. They feel like they're outgrowing ninja training, but are jazzed about the prospect of ham and cheese sandwiches. <sighs> White, white people. Um, as the older brothers walk inside, Grandpa calls to them and says, Once a ninja, always a ninja. The two smile and say, Sure, Grandpa. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever, Gramps. There's summers to be had and ham and cheese to be eaten. <laughs> as the boys are in the house, Jessica sees her dad is down in the dumps and being brushed off at be- after being brushed off. Grandpa says, What's it's wrong, time- little man? <laughs> What's wrong, little boy? Uh, Grandpa says, It's time to be put on the shelf like. Buzz Lightyear and G.I. Joe, G.I. like Joe. you have cleared yes. up. Which I was confused by Buzz Lightyear. Who's putting that toy aside? Yeah, kids, exactly. At this point especially, kids still played with them. Toy Story only came out like three years prior. Yeah, so 96, and then Toy Story 2 came out in 99, which is yeah, like a exactly. year after this. So. Toy Story was 95. Space Jam was 96. Nope. I know you get the two confused. Why don't you shut up and get off my show? <laughs> kids still played with those at the time, like yeah. Buzz Lightyear's. Uh, Jessica tries to help bring up his spirits and don't worry she can put him in a home if he wants company yeah Sam says as well that kids grow up and one minute they're little babies and the next they're driving cars and impregnating I mean dating yeah and then impregnating the prom that's what I had borrow your car they want to borrow your car to forget wearing a condom with the prom queen yes (laughs) Jess tells them not to be ridiculous they're just growing up not fighting in the crusades yeah which is a ridiculous reference and I don't know why she grabbed for that one it's all unrelated Everything they're saying does not connect. And I also was confused by the, not fighting the Crusades. It's like, all I'm saying, if you're going to be grabbing for a war, maybe like there have been wars since the Crusades. I yeah. don't know. It's a dumb reference. Yeah. <sighs> Sam says it's off to work for him and Jess and Tum Tum head inside. Before he does, Tum Tum tells Grandpa he still needs him. Grandpa says he needs him now more than ever. I need your young kidneys. <laughs> I was going to say for his organs. <laughs> Grandpa says even though he's far away and Tum Tum's bros are growing out of Ninjin, he wants <laughs> Ninjin. Tum- don't, don't go Ninjin. Nobody don't need Ninjin. <laughs> he wants Tum Tum to keep a locket with a picture of the four of them in it. And then he says, "We're one go, we all go." Or that's what it says. Yeah. Tum Tum says he won't let go, won't let it go, and he loves his grandpa. They hug and Tum Tum goes inside. We then get leaving sh- the, leaving the locket in the grass. Uh, yes. We then get a shot of the house and hear two children whining about being chased. We then get a shot of... Shut t- up! <laughs> so what? Some people don't have the luxury of being chased. Some so people don't up. get attention like that. <laughs> we then get a shot of Tum Tum watching the television intently. On the screen, two pipsqueaks are being cornered by some street toughs. Then who should appear standing on a retaining wall but Dave Dragon <laughs> in a quasi S&M getup. Yeah. I just... It just... Uh, I wonder. I wonder who else they considered for this role, or maybe they're just like Hogan has name value. Name value. Because at the time he was 
still well, humongous. It's like in fantasy football to where you yeah. don't know much about it, but you know you want somebody good. So uh, Drew Brees, yeah. even though Drew Brees could be is his career is waning down, yeah. and you don't know what you're gonna get. He's a name, so you it just was, grab him. It was and you, just this and Secret Agent Club is we're supposed to buy him as like a karate master, and mm-hmm. his bum knees suggest differently. Yeah, like yeah, he can throw punches, mm-hmm. but. I mean, there's there's clear shots of stunt doubles in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just silly, and him just walking around is awkward looking. Yeah, hobbling around, if you will. Yeah, Dave beats up the toughs and saves the kids as Tum Tum smiles at his hero saving the day. At the end of the episode, Dave thanks the audience for watching and says, "I hope you liked that episode because it was his last." For some reason, he's telling the audience that nobody cares about him anymore <laughs> and all their support isn't good enough because the network is canceling him. Yeah, why why is he addressing the like? I don't think it's his job to like take time out and be <laughs> like, hi, hell? kids. The network doesn't care what you think. I'm a fucking loser, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, but he thanks them again anyway, and he punches the air, which is like his salute. Yeah. <laughs> of, not like that, but like, oh, a, yeah, like punched, a straight like, punch. Yeah. Um, a voiceover comes on saying how Dave is making his last appearance at Mega Mountain, or his last appearance is at Mega Mountain, not like he yeah. frequents Mega Mountain <laughs> yeah, and he's making so, his last appearance Yeah, except he's got a residency at Mega Mountain. Yeah. Tum Tum is sad, and Mama Jess tries to cheer him up with a giant sandwich. Oh, God, that sandwich looks good. Yeah. Uh, Tum Tum thanks her, but he just doesn't have the appetite. Back on the evil ship, the thin guy from earlier, whose name is Lothar, Lothar is going over plans to take over what looks to be an amusement park. Spoiler, it's Mega Mountain. Uh-oh. We womp, womp. Yeah, We scan the room to see some of the cast of characters that have been hired to execute the mission, like a stereotypical Jamaican guy named CJ. Some yes. guys in sunglasses, a man with wild hair, a fat guy, and a man who looks like Liza Minnelli. <laughs> All the while, the cloaked Crash fig- Bandicoot. Yes, the cloaked figure from earlier stands stoically in the shadows. They don't say it here, but her name is Medusa. Yes, and and we are. Are they trying to create the, like, are they trying to not give off that it's a woman? That way, it's the reveal. It's like <gasps> it's a woman. I maybe, but it. Looks like a Anyone woman. Anyone watching this movie already knows that it's yeah. a woman. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a woman. Maybe don't put her in the trailer. It looks like a prison photo. <laughs> yeah. uh, back in the burbs, a toy helicopter stalks the skies. Yeah. We see a moving truck and a woman taking out boxes. Jessica goes up to meet their new neighbor. They exchange pleasantries, and the neighbor woman calls for her daughter to meet Jess. Did you notice that when there was panting across the boy's bedroom, that koosh basketball hoop was the one that we had? Uh, no, because I had my head down because I was writing Well, I notes. noticed. Well, that's it good. was the same koosh basketball hoop that we had. And we that kept knocking off the door. Kept knocking off the door and practicing windmill dunks while uh, watching Space Jam. Well, and not just Space Jam, the intro, like right yeah. after he's like, oh, baseball, yeah. now that's, that's a sport. sport. Yeah. Next, you're going to Yeah. dun 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 Yes. So the new neighbor woman calls her daughter to meet Jess. Calls her Amanda. Yeah, we see a girl with glasses and a backwards hat walk out with a remote control uh, laptop, indicating she is piloting the toy copter. Colt and Tum Tum walk out through the open garage, and Colt mentions how he hopes the new neighbors don't have a prissy daughter. Yeah. Just then, the spirit of their old neighbor's daughter steers the plane right for Colt's <laughs> sexist skull. The brothers hit the deck just in time, narrowly escaping the plane's path. The girl, did I say her name's Amanda? Amanda, yeah. Yeah, okay. Amanda continues to steer the copter via that laptop control she has. She does so competently. Heads up, boys. She does so competently, but then she is about to run into a rollerblader. Colt tells her to watch out, and she trips out of the way. He's on a bicycle. 
Yes. My, he- <laughs> my, my head was down. Yes. <laughs> That's just the excuse. Like you get in a car accident. You're like, my head was down. Yes. I was doing math in my head. <laughs> she, she loses control and flies the helicopter into Rocky's window. Amanda's mom cringes and Jess just looks on. Amanda sheepishly walks up to the two and her mom says, meet Amanda. Yeah. She apologizes and Jess says, it's okay. My children have been kidnapped and almost killed before. Yes. She then invites her. <laughs> well, in, broken in window breakfast. never hurt no one. Yeah. Well, the mom says, that's coming out of your allowance. I was like, probably the next several allowances. Yeah, depending on what you pay. pay for a broken window. How much do you get an allowance? Yeah. Um, so we don't know what kind of weather street treating is on those windows either. Right, exactly. In the house, so she's, uh, Jess says, why don't you come get your copter and join us for breakfast? Yeah. Which is very, uh, which is very merciful of you, yeah. uh, Jess. What a good, what a good woman. Yeah. You need that kind of woman, Stephen. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> in the house, Colt says that helicopter is a badass toy. And Amanda says her dad got it for her because he's a special effects guy on movies. And he's never around. Yes. Uh, Rocky comes downstairs and hands her the helicopter. So you must be the pilot. She then shows them a cool. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. She then shows them a cool yo-yo her dad was developing. Colt snags it because not only is he a ninja master, he's a yo-yo master. As he loops to loop, <laughs> as he loops to loops, Amanda tries to stop him. The yo-yo wraps around a lamp and flies into Colt's face, shattering yes. and lacerating the boy. Yes, but he, yeah, yeah. So it like hits him, then falls and breaks. Yeah, yeah. The trajectory is all weird. Yeah. His brothers laugh, and Amanda apologizes again. Sorry. Jess tells Rocky. her fault. Yeah. It's her yo-yo, though. Yeah, it's that dumb-dumb uh, Colt's fault. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, Am I going to die? I'm writing out my will right now. Please, Mr. Olasky, I'm sorry. Yes. Jess tells Rocky, I'm writing out my will, and Matt, you get my guitar. Thank you. Wait, no, but I'm going to die. Oh, yeah. You don't get my, any of my stuff, then. Jess tells Rocky that his girlfriend Jennifer called and said she'll meet them at Mega Mountain. Amanda asks what Mega Mountain is, and Tum Tum says it's an amusement park, dummy. Yeah, she says, what's Megan Mountain? What's Megan Mountain? That's <laughs> At least that's what it sounds like. <laughs> they're going there for Tum Tum's birthday, and they're going to see Dave Dragon. Rocky and Colt Dave exclaim, Dragon! Rocky and Colt exclaim, no! But Tum Tum whines that they promised that they'd take him for his birthday. Yeah. Mom tells him to get over it, and then invites Amanda. She says that sounds great, but she doesn't want to impose. The older boys look at each other, but then Jess clears her throat, indicating they better lie and say they don't have an issue with it. <laughs> Colt then lies his ass off and says they want they no they want her to join. Yeah, Tum Tum then no, jump- we want you to come. Yes, Tum Tum then jumps up on his chair and has a Tourette's outburst, yelling "Dave Dragon, aya!" <laughs> then punches the air as the camera quickly does zooms this. in. He does this every morning. <laughs> he does this every Friday. <laughs> now we're at Mega Mountain. Jess is giving the kids their tickets, and she's telling them to stick together. A teenage girl with her friends greets Rocky, using his Christian name of Samuel. Hey, Samuel. Yeah, that girl is Jennifer. Yeah. Um, He turns and smiles and turns back to his mom, who's telling him to look after his brothers and the neighbor girl. Colt says he doesn't need a babysitter babysitter. because he's only like 10 months younger than Rocky. Yeah, he's also very strong and capable, huh, Mr. Alaska? Yes, exactly. Uh, Probably nothing has changed. (laughs) Uh, I, I would say, I would guess, I definitely, yes, nothing has changed. Yes. Uh, he's 10 months younger than Rocky, and Amanda's probably older than both of them. She tells him to promise her, and Tum Tum echoes the command. Yeah. Rocky promises, and then as soon as Mom leaves, the crew approach Ricky's friends. Ricky. Ricky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> corrected it, it auto-corrected. Ricky. Rocky's friends. <laughs> 
Ricky. Ricky's friends. For your your reaction, like the you, you you listener, you you can't see it, but Steven's eyes got wide and he he like his face zoomed in and was like Ricky. Yes. One of the members. So the crew, the crew of Rocky, Tum Tum, Colt, and Amanda. Ricky. Um, <laughs> Approach Rocky's friends. So his <laughs> girlfriend Jennifer being one of them. One of the members of Rocky's. Oh my God. Oh, this is going to be rough. One of the members of Rocky's group is a cocky blonde headed kid with a bull cut. With a bull cut and an overbite. He's he, got huge teeth. Yeah. He arrogantly remarks that he wasn't told they were going to be watching some little kids, which again, Colt and Amanda are more than likely his age. He just he just deserve he just is begging to be rocked in the face. He just deserves a big old a punch he, to the mush. He's like, hey, I talk like this. Yeah. Ugh. Colt tells him to get a haircut and piss up a rope, which I think it's funny that Colt says that because he is uh, a long mullet with an undercut which is a cool haircut mr very Olasky. hair care cool mr very nice very it's a very nice haircut yes i would just think i think we just a, we do not fail to see the irony in the I just fact think it's that, funny that colt with long hair tells somebody else to get a haircut yes yes anyway uh, yes um so he tells them to piss up a rope get a haircut bud and they're leaving anyway yeah. as the group of colt amanda and tumtum walk off amanda asks what crawled up rocky's butt Oh, my God. It says Ricky again. Okay. <laughs> if there's a stutter in me saying Rocky, it's because it auto-corrected to Ricky. Yeah. Um, Colt says Rocky becomes a drooling ding-dong around Jennifer, mm-hmm. and then he and Tum Tum sing the famous Rocky loves and then fill in the blank Insert, with whoever yeah. Rocky either has a crush on or they're joking he has Emily. a crush on. Emily in the first one. The second one, I don't remember her He's, name. At the beginning, the little chant is like Lisa Di Marino. Oh, yeah, Lisa Di Marino. Yeah. Lisa Di Marino. That's right. That's yeah, what yeah. it is. Yeah. And then I think uh, maybe Rocky loves Hiroko or I can't remember. Kumiko or whatever. Yeah. I can't remember what her name yeah. was. Yeah. Um, so it's Rocky loves Jennifer. Yeah. Uh, so they have that consistency yes. there. We hear the menacing music again as the evil folks jet ski up to the shore mm-hmm. close to Mega Mountain. They all covertly sneak through the bowels of the park. They all take off their wetsuits in the boiler room, and we see that Medusa, what Medusa really looks like. A blonde woman in her, fi- in her 50s with a plastic face and a skin-tight dominatrix get-up. Mm. She says, Ooh, let's have baby. some fun. I, I, did, I made a note that I want an... I wish they would have done an earnest movie where he has to go undercover with a group of domestic terrorists. Mm. So when you kind of look at it that way, and it kind of lends to it at the end. After he kind of he... has earnest, uh, his earnest like mannerisms yeah. mm-hmm. show up. Yeah. Um, so she says, let's have some fun. And they all leave single file out of a hidden panel in a part of the park that leads to the boiler room. And now we get a montage of the two separate groups the brothers yep. are in. Playing games, riding rides, getting yeah. into hijinks, just having a, a good, good time. time. We'll have a good time. That's how it, there's a song that plays that it starts. We'll have a good time. We'll have a good time. So pretty good song. I I kind of like that song. I like the. When they're on the bumper cars. Yeah. But several times a year, Matt and I just go, have a good time. Yep. Um, so the montage. Anyway. Yeah. So there's a montage of them, like, you know, farting around at the park, you know, having a good time. <laughs> the montage ends, and now Colt, Amanda, and Tum Tum are all at the Dave Dragon show. 
As the baddies walk around the park in disguise, Lothar grabs a flyer advertising the appearance of Dave Dragon. Yeah, this he, is Dave Dragon. He's just, uh, just a television character, but he could he could prove to be a nuisance. Mm-hmm. So, though he said, <laughs> "Yeah, he's like he laments that although he's an actor, his presence could cause a potential issue." Medusa tells Lothar to take care of the potential problem. Then the group approaches a security building, and they say they're there for a charity. Mm-hmm. One of the officers is suspect and goes to check it out. You want to see me kick some ass? <laughs> no, not, not exactly. Yeah. He opens it up to see what they really want, and Medusa holds him at gunpoint. We then see the gang setting up shop in the security room. Mm-hmm. Medusa's, goon common, Medusa's goons commandeer every aspect of the park, including posting her people up at various spots, getting eyes on everything, and setting up software that controls the rides. She then tells her Jamaican man, CJ, to patch her in to the park's owner, Perry Jacobson. We then see a f- old flabby man getting rubbed down by mm. some bikini-clad sugar baby. You could tell they could they wanted Jenny McCarthy, but they couldn't get Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, so they got a Jerry Hallwell look-alike. There you or, go. Uh, not Jerry Hallwell. No. Um, what's her face? Batman mm. from Batman. She's what's her face from from yes? <laughs> what's her from from uh, Batman? Oh, yeah. Bat- Eighty-nine Batman. Yeah, uh, she was married to Mick yeah. Jagger. Uh, keep going. Yeah. Um, so this is Harry. His yeah. butler interrupts him, saying he has a call from his lead security guy. Harry Jacobson sits down to his television monitor. He gets up in a huff because yeah. in the middle he's like, "Hold on there, sh- hold on there, honey." His his guy his main guy's name is uh, Mr. Smithers. Yeah, Smithers. <laughs> Smithers. Uh, Harry gets up in a huff and then sits down at his television monitor in his office. And his security lead makes it make. He tells the security lead to make it quick. He's getting blue balls. Yeah, make um, it snappy. Yeah, the security officer is quickly pushed aside, and Medusa comes on screen. Jerry Hall. Jerry Hall. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she starts making demands. Medusa does, not Jerry yeah. Hall. Uh, <laughs> Medusa starts making demands, and if the owner doesn't come through, she has the control to cause the rides to go haywire. The owner, the owner tries to call her bluff, but she says she isn't bullshitting, and she'll kill everyone and make it look like it was faulty rides. Mm-hmm. So ruin his rep. He says he'll call the cops or the national guard. I'll call cops. Yeah. Medusa says if he if he does, then she'll send bodies flying. Yeah. She wants $10 million for, or everyone is toast. She'll let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah. She ends the transmission, and the owner is left with no other choice. His sugar baby then walks in blathering about a Mercedes. Yeah. We then get a shot of people in a bungee contraption flying overhead. Rocky and his group are seen to be at the front of the line. Rocky looks nervous, mm-hmm. saying maybe this isn't a good idea so soon after lunch, which, which is right. Correct. Yeah. I saw that, and I was like, that's perfectly justifiable. Yeah. Captain Overbite busts his balls over being scared. Jennifer then says she forgot her purse at the burger place, and Rocky volunteers to grab it. I'll go get it. Yeah. He bolts, and Bud balks like a chicken. <laughs> Jennifer tells him Rocky's just being considerate, to which he says, I'm considerate. Oh, yeah, I can and hear then, it in my head, and I hate it. Then Bud's pal No Name asks him if he means conceited, to which Bud hits him in the arm. No Name looks like... Like he could have been one of Andrew Keegan's friends in Camp Nowhere. Yeah. No name doesn't pose any problems. He, no. He's just he's, Bud's friend, so I guess yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. Back at the show, Dave Dragon is finishing up as the crowd applauds. Well, did you notice when he made his entrance, they hold on him long enough for you to see it's clearly not Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a feeling, though, you could have played that into the show as well. And maybe this, I don't yeah, know, because then the so. smoke and mirrors weren't up long no. enough for Dave Dragon to switch out. It's not Hulk Hogan. No. Because <laughs> uh, he glides down in a zip line. Yeah. Back at the show, Dave Dragon is finishing up as the crowd applauds. He thanks everyone for their support, but gives them the air punch salute. Tum Tum gives it back, among other people, and we get a tight shot on Colt side eyeing that lame shit. 
Tom Tom says how great the show was, and Colt even admits it was good and forgot how cool old Dave is. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Which I think Colt's mullet is tied back too tight if he thinks that's cool. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, sorry, but this show is lame, dude. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah, I know you wrote that line, so I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Amanda is passively listening and drinking Diet Coke in an odd way. Seriously, yeah. she drinks Diet Coke like she's never held or drank a can of soda before. She kind of talks like she's never talked before either. Like she, that's how she delivers I, lines. I don't think she she could have not have been like an actor. Maybe she's born in a this. closet. Maybe she's an alien. Maybe. Anyway, Tum Tum begs Colt to take him backstage to meet Dave Dragon and get his autograph. Colt resists. Colt resists, but Tum Tum says it'll be brief. Amanda says to go ahead. She'll hang out and sip her drink with two hands. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Huh? Well, it's not just sipping it with two hands. She has it. She has one hand positioned like regularly, and then one kind of positioned at the very top. Oh yeah, yeah. And then she's like drink, but like it's like her hand is like twisted, and she's yeah, like I drink. Don't. It's like that's not even. Why would you even be told to act like you're drinking something like that? Yes. Backstage, Dave Dragon takes off his gasp (gasps) hairpiece. Hulk Hogan wearing a hairpiece? Yeah. It's actually not the... It's, again, not only not our first uh, Hulk Hogan movie. It's not our first Hulk Hogan movie where he's wearing a hairpiece. Yes. He's then approached by Lothar and some of his goons, some of Lothar's goons. Mm -hmm. Dave greets them and asks if he can help them with anything. Lothar smiles and says, you sure can, and then promptly shoots Dave with a tranquilizer dart. And then he looks at the camera and goes, <laughs> that, would, that would have been so much better. As Lothar's goon he does his earnest face where he's like, <laughs> yeah. Ew. Ew. As Lothar's goons are dragging Dave away to do God knows what, Cole and Tum Tum happen upon what's going on. Tum Tum asks what they're doing with Dave, and Lothar commands his thugs to chase down the boys. Amanda sees the brothers are being chased and helplessly looks on. Rocky approaches a booth with an elderly man. <laughs> Step right up. Throw things at the elderly <laughs> man. Stop it, please. I'm looking for my family. Yes. Uh, Rocky asks the old man at the lost and found. He's at the lost and found. Maybe he is lost. <laughs> Maybe. The old man. I've been here for 46 years. Nobody has come to claim me. Uh, Rocky asks the old man at the lost and found about Jennifer's purse. As the man fumbles out his simple lines of, I'll go get it, he walks <laughs> off. As Rocky waits, he sees a security on a security monitor that Tum Tum and Colt are being chased. He bolts to help his brothers. The old man returns with a purse, but Rocky's nowhere to be found. This is mine now. I'll say he then mutters something about, well, I guess it's mine now. Yeah. Colt and Tum Tum continue to outrun the goons, but then are quickly stopped by a German goon. Mm-hmm. With boy, with the boys being surrounded, the German goon instructs the boys to come quietly and they won't get hurt. Yeah. Colt tells them to shove it. The German goon threatens he'll feed them to feed uh, them. to other surrounding goons. To my dogs. Mm-hmm. To which Colt says, "Fat chance." The goons strip out of their disguises and show they're in all black. Colt and Tum Tum somehow come mm. to the conclusion that these guys are ninjas, and we know <laughs> this because they exclaim the word ninjas. Ninjas! Uh, they take their fighting stances, and we get a classic three ninjas situation to where the kids start kicking adult ass. Here, I, There needs to be a disclaimer at the beginning of all these movies mm-hmm. that, listen, this is just a movie. Mm-hmm. In real life, a child would not be able to knock out an adult, mm-hmm. no matter how much martial arts that child knows. Exactly. Um, even just a difference in size and it's just not going to happen. And not just like 
you almost have to learn if you're an amateur, you're mm-hmm. more than likely going to break something yeah. on somebody's face. Now, if you learn how to do things, yeah. it'll be less likely for you to like break any yeah. limbs on oh, somebody's yeah. skull or any yeah. part of bone. Even that, even that being said, yeah. Tum Tum being like six years old yeah. is more than likely first punch he throws, he's going to break his hand on some, yeah. on one break of their faces, hands, break his wrists. Yeah. Break, and like, yeah, a little kid kicking you in the face, you'd be like, ah, oh, shit, but it's not going to knock you out. Yeah. I don't care how many spin kicks you can do. Yeah. If you're a child, I don't think you're going to knock out an adult. Yeah. The adult will overpower you, and all the karate in the world isn't going to help. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, anyway, with all that going on, we pan up to see the activity is going on behind the set of a country cowboy show. Mm-hmm. The brothers fight off the goons in various parts of the stage and dressing area, including Tum Tum hiding in clothes racks and a coat. Hi. Yeah, that, that I mean, it's <laughs> actually kind of a. Funny. There's a handful of like parts mm-hmm. that I'm like, I don't laugh, but like that, mm-hmm. that's pretty funny. Like, hi. As bored patrons watch the cowboy show, the fight spills onto the stage. Thinking it's a part of it, the crowd liven up and start cheering. The cowboy actors confront the goons and then get pummeled for their troubles. Yeah, they're just actors. Yeah. Amanda runs up to a barricade and helplessly looks on some more. Rocky runs up next to her and she points the, he points she points him in the direction where the action is. Then she runs to get help. Tum Tum or another diet coke. Yes. <laughs> say, oh, my caffeine levels are going down. Uh, <laughs> my Tum- blood sugar is low. <laughs> Tum Tum is almost outnumbered, but then we hear a high yaw and Rocky flips over a wall and into Tum Tum's rescue. That's a pretty cool entrance. It, no, it is cool. Rocky's dressed very cool. It's just like a cool '90s yeah. kid. The brothers high five and go off to help Colt. Colt, as Colt finishes off the last guy, the cowboy actors tie the goons up, and the crowd is going wild. Uh, I I'm gonna point out, and I know we'll probably say this mm-hmm. at the end. The the fight scenes are always fun to watch in the it Three is, Ninjas movies. It's very the core the core fight choreography is very fun, and they get actors who are capable yeah. of being convincing martial arts. Some are actual martial yeah. artists. Some are very convincing at being martial arts. Yeah, what they make up for in their the kid the kids are pretty good actors in the They're first not, Three Ninjas. Oh, I love them in the first movie. But the, what. In this one, at least, what they lack in acting ability, they more than make up for in their martial arts yeah. abilities. Yeah. As the guys bow and wave to the people, Amanda runs up to them and frantically tells them to follow her. She brings them to one of the security desks, where when she went to get help during the guy's fighting display, she found that the guy at the desk was knocked out and the park is being taken over and the phone lines are cut. Oh, no. <laughs> the gang realizes this is above their pay grade and they need help. Tum Tum knows just the guy. The next shot sees the kids throw water on Dave Dragon just for shits and giggles. <laughs> Not really. They need his okay, help. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, that was fun. Let's go. Let's kick him while he's down. Dave asks who they are, and Colt gives him the skinny. He tells Dave what went down after he was knocked out, but don't worry, they took care of it. Dave tells them good job and thanks for saving him, but this is a job for grown-ups and a guy who only played a superhero on TV. Yeah, exactly. Dave grabs his hairpiece and books it out. The guys wonder what they should do now. Amanda sees the bad guys have left a walkie-talkie. They conclude they can call for help if they have a signal. Amanda says they should head to the radio tower in the park. The group make their way up on top, but don't know what how to get attention. Rocky then turns the walkie-talkie to the emergency channel and tells Tum Tum to commit a felony. Yeah, and he he's, he effectively is getting people killed. Yeah, Because Medusa said if she even sniffs police mm-hmm. or national guard or anything she'll bodies will hit the floor yeah 
and and he just brought them out and drove. He doesn't know that. But the part that's troubling is he's told by Rocky to commit a felony because Rocky was told by their dad that in case of emergency, oh. yell fire. Yeah, I'm um, on fire. Yeah. I'm on fire. It, it, even if it doesn't pertain to a fire, just in case of emergency, yeah. yell fire to get people's attention. Uh, uh, well, well it's, th- their blood is on his hands. Yeah. The cops show up, but this pisses Medusa off. She instructs her guys to shoot at the police. Yeah. The cops quickly slink back and phone in the FBI. Yeah. And the kids are like, God damn it, Hans, you've made your point. I'll let them pull back. There's a lot of the like watered down diehard like <laughs> yeah. hard like callbacks yeah to this uh the boy's dad sam catches wind of all this and he makes it down to the park because he's an fbi agent <laughs> <laughs> there's a few times where i thought of andy milanakis so i was like yeah. i am an fbi agent local police give him the 411 on the sitch and sam wants to be broadcast into medusa the boys hear their dad on their frequency and they call out to him Daddy. Yeah, Sam asks if they're okay and if they're all in one piece. They confirm this, but Medusa chimes in that she hates to interrupt, but she has a bone to pick. She informs Sam she told Jacobson no cops, so now she's going to raise hell. She starts upping the speed on a scary ride, and Sam pleads with her to stop. Stop, she's, please. Yeah, she says, no dice. <laughs> no dice. Back in the tower, the kids lament people are going to get hurt. Even though Tum Tum says they're ninjas and they can do anything... Rocket mm. gives him some real-world knowledge and says this isn't one of Grandpa's obstacle courses. They're outmanned and outgunned, son. Plus, they're just little baby kids, and this yeah. is grown-a-man shit they're facing. Yeah. Amanda tells the guys that maybe they can level the playing fields, and she gives them some weapons her dad had been working on for a movie. So in theory, wouldn't they, these just be props? Things yeah. that are supposed to look dangerous but, but aren't. be virtually ineffective yeah. and presenting real danger. My weapons are non-lethal. <laughs> yes. For the ladies. Mystery Tom man. Waits and Mystery Man. Yes. And scene. Rocky tells her no more kitty shit. Colt even scoffs at his weapon that she gave him, which looks like a deck of playing cards. However, Amanda chucks one at Colt, which sticks to the wall next to his head. Colt is dumbfounded that the simple deck of cards are throwing stars. Next, Amanda tells Rocky to toss his knife yo-yo. Tum-Tum attempts attempts his weapon, but Amanda stops him because it's a smoke bomb. Mm. Can I just say, a a yo-yo with razors is effective, but just throwing around a regular yo-yo is dangerous too. Yeah, it's very true, Uh, because it's usually made of wood or plastic or metal, and And thrown at the proper velocity on a a string. Yeah. Just do around the world on one of those and heads up. Just look at the Ninja Turtles. Look mm-hmm. at look at uh, uh, Secret of the Ooze mm-hmm. around the world when they're when they're helping Kino out at the beginning of the movie. Yep. <clears throat> Back with the feds, an engineer shows up to tell the obvious that the ride continuing at top speed is going to kill people. Back to a shot of a henchman by the queue for the ride that's going loopy. Mm-hmm. The brothers pop up talking all sorts of shit. They kick some more ass, use their weapons, and spit one-liners. All the while, Amanda is at the ride's control board. She sees an emergency stop button, but quickly kicks herself when it stops the ride while patrons are while patrons are upside down. Yelp. Mm-hmm. The boys continue taking out goons, and Amanda hacks her way into stopping the ride. Medusa is thwarted and thoroughly pissed off. One of Sam's guys has pulled up Medusa's rap sheet and mugshot, and they see they're dealing with one tough hombre. <laughs> 
The boys join Amanda at the control board, and the crew get their first communication with Medusa. They're taken aback by her face and say they aren't scared of her. <laughs> They're taken aback by her. <laughs> What's wrong with your face? Yes. She says they should be and tells CJ to get a screenshot of the crew. She calls for Lothar to enlist the services of her nephews. When has this ever worked in any yeah. of these movies? So I, I have some nephews. They'll they'll get the job done. Yeah. So we have the three surfer guys who yeah. are hilarious yeah. in the first oh, movie. Oh, the best. Second movie, we have... The rock star. Yeah. Where's my fish? Where's my fish? Think uh, it's dead. I gotta get a new fish. Like, <laughs> the, like the rock star and his band members. Yeah. I I don't remember much about the third movie. No. Or knuckle up. And I tried this, watching it. I tried. We tried watching boring. it last year or a, a few months ago. It's just boring. Yeah. And then this, we have her bumbling nephews who are yeah. the crazy-haired guy, the fat guy, and Liza Minnelli. Yeah. We see three guys waiting. Oh boy. <laughs> We see three guys waiting to get on a coaster. These are the goofy-looking guys we saw earlier. One in overalls and wild hair, a big boy in a Hawaiian shirt, and one bug-eyed, one with bug-eyed and looks like Liza Minnelli. Uh, <laughs> Lothar catches up to them and gives them the screenshot of the kids. He says to not screw it up or he'll, he'll F them up. Know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In case you were wondering how Rocky's girlfriend and her group are doing, don't worry, they're walking around wondering, wondering where Rocky is. Bud, Bud Overbite says Rocky's a chump, and Jennifer's friend tells her she has been there and all guys are dogs. You're 14. What yeah, do you know? What the fuck do you know about anything? Yeah. As our main crew leave the control panel of the ride we just saw, Amanda is saying what she could do to hack the park system and gain control of the other rides. As they walk by a henchman getting up, Tum Tum bonks him on the head, and nobody brings attention to it, which is actually pretty funny. It's a pretty funny visual gag. We see the bumbling goofs spot the kids, and the group split up as the goofs give chase. As Lothar walks through the park, Dave is not far behind. He doesn't change his clothes to remain inconspicuous. He's yeah. got to change the clothes. We know he does. Mm-hmm. So Harry Jacobson now shows up with the feds. Sam said they'll get stuff figured out, and Harry Jacobson says he hopes he's right. Lothar gains access into the security office where Medusa has based her operations. Dave sees the door close and wonders how he can get inside. Yeah. <laughs> he looks around and sees a person in a bunny suit greeting kids. He smirks as a light bulb goes off in his head. We, the audience, are to assume he is going to use the suit, but he very well could be smirking at the nasty things he wants to do with that <laughs> mascot. Well, I could when take, a, take when a little moment for pleasure. When in Rome. <laughs> when in Rome. And maybe that bunny's name is Rome. <laughs> it's not Roger Rabbit, but he'll do. Mm-hmm. Um, when in Rome. And I hope to be in mm-hmm. Rome. He'll do. <laughs> or else. Uh, uh, we get a shot of one of the henchmen at the front desk. Over the security camera, we see the bunny mascot. The henchman sees what the thing wants and then gets knocked out. Dave finds himself in the heart of Medusa's operations. He knocks a couple guys out, but then is rendered useless as he's quickly overpowered. Medusa mm-hmm. pulls, pulls him in with a bullwhip and then instructs her as to tie him up. Medusa tells him she can show him mercy and make him her boy toy. Mm. He says, no dice. He saw what you did to Burt Reynolds. <laughs> he prefers men in bunny suits anyway. <laughs> She ties him up, and CJ, <laughs> and CJ, the Jamaican guy, picks the worst time to try and get an autograph. It is for my sister. Yeah. He just, the, he, he almost, he goes out of his way to sound Jamaican. Yeah. Just some, just some of the, some of the words he stresses. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we get it. He's Jamaican. Yeah. Jamaican me crazy. Uh, she tells Dave he's got a front row seat to watch the park's destruction. Back with the boys getting chased, just like the other movies, the boys use less material. 
The boys use less martial arts and more ingenuity to dispatch of the bumbling henchmen in various slapsticky ways. Ninjinuity. Yes, ninjuity. Ninjinuity. Getting them trapped in booths, having darts thrown at them, and trapping them on roller coasters or mm. fast rides. Yeah. Amanda sets up shop in one of the park control offices while the boys do the heavy lifting. And then she starts hacking and overriding what Medusa's guys did. <laughs> uh, yeah, that. <laughs> As Medusa taunts Dave and shows him what she's capable of, more authorities show up and Dave starts taunting Medusa back. Yeah. She shuts him up by electrocuting the FBI agents. Mm. He's like, no! Not yet. No, but, uh, he, but he is like, oh, no. Yeah, but he doesn't shout no. Right. Um, then she tells Dave to check this shit out, and she attempts to mess with the rides some more. However, her access to the rides is getting denied. Over and over again. Denied, denied, denied. Yeah. Then he starts talking shit again. Yeah, Dave laughs and talks big. As he forgot he forgot the ramifications of the last time. Yeah, and he's tied up and yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. Um, Medusa shuts him up and pushes CJ out of the way. She overwrites the overriding, and she causes trouble for the rides again. She stops a coaster in midair, and Dave yells, No! <laughs> uh, she no! Knocks, she knocks him out and tells her henchmen to take him away and put, uh, put him with the hostages hostages um what (laughs) there were hostages sam sees this and urges jacobson to get the money he realizes he probably would have to anyway and off he is to the bank off he goes to the bank (laughs) dave is ushered to a group of people around a roller coaster Dave looks around seeing the gawking people, and he mentally preps himself for his public execution. I was going to say, Dave Dragon is humiliated and beaten in front of a crowd of people, just like Jesus. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) A couple of the goons pummel Dave to the ground. As he slowly tries to get up, another gender-ambiguous child with a bowl cut kneels next to Dave. He asks if he's going to get up and fight, or is he a phony? Dave tells the kid the truth and says his fists aren't much against guns. Then the kid fucking dogs him and says he yeah. guesses he is fake. Yeah. Which it technically is, is because he's an actor. Yeah. It is kind of a cool shot when they push him into because it's all these hostages, I guess. And yeah. they're all standing in the middle of a roller coaster, like on the ground. Yeah. In the middle of a roller coaster. And the shot, like it's a panner, it's panning around to Dave, kind yeah. of looking up at all the guards on the roller coaster, and the way that the coaster is positioned, it's kind of it feels like a coliseum. It's kind and of like, a cool shot, and like if the camera follow is follows behind Dave, but yeah. it doesn't like stop when he stops. It actually goes back over his shoulder, yeah. And then yeah, like you said, it's a panoramic shot as Dave is looking around, which actually it, it creates a sense of uh, doom. Yeah, that actually is pretty, and like, it's pretty, pretty, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, back to the three goofball goons who are being chastised by by Medusa. And as they try to figure out a way to make it up to her, the lead goon, lead goof goon, sees a picture (laughs) taken from one of the rides of Rocky and Jennifer. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. They go up to the booth and ask to purchase the picture, to which the vendor asks no questions as to why three strange men want a picture of two teenagers. That was my note. The man at the photo counter just hands over a picture of children to three strange men. Mm Mm-hmm. Jennifer and that group are Jennifer and her group are waiting at a ride. Overbite says he'll be her boyfriend. I'll and, be your boyfriend now. Yeah, and then the goofs show up and say that they have a message from her boyfriend. Bud Overbite yells maybe he's her boyfriend, to which Big Boy Goof screams in his face, which causes Bud to piss all over himself. <laughs> yeah, this this is a pretty steady stream. Yeah. He is full on wet. I I need to go home and change my yeah, you, pants. You can't walk around in that. No. The boys meet back with Amanda and assess their current situation. 
Rocky sees on a monitor that Jennifer has been captured and tied to the tracks of a roller coaster. He tells his brothers he needs to go save her alone, and off he goes. Jacobson gets the money, and off he goes. He flies away in his helicopter. Dave looks around to see the people starting to see right through him and scoff at the fact that the actor is no hero, which he never claimed to be in the first place. Right, exactly. Dave gets him some guts, though, and remarks he's being canceled next week anyway, so he takes it upon himself to take on guys with guns. Yeah, just because, just because you're getting canceled, that doesn't mean you risk your own life. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it means to get canceled to him. He's put so much into it that he's no reason to live. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe his whole identity is in this show. I just think it's silly. Yeah, it's stupid. Anyway. He climbs the roller coaster. Yeah. It's surrounded by guards. Someone would have seen him. Yeah. He's got he's got bum hips and knees and stuff. Yeah. Instead of getting riddled with bullet holes, Dave takes a few henchmen out and frees what I guess, like we said, I'm conf- nobody ever mentioned hostages, but I guess he frees yeah. them all from the yeah. coaster area. He zip lines. He zip lines to free them. Not one person could hit him, but and then everyone's running out after Dave Dragon frees them, but there are still people with guns shooting wildly. But so they're going to hit someone. Not to mention ca- yeah, casualty, innocent casualties. Somebody's yeah. getting hit with those bullets. Yeah. Anyway, everything's okay. Rocky <laughs> runs by on his way to get Jennifer, and he calls for Dave's attention. Dave looks up and gives a smile. Rocky gives him the air punch motion and tells him good job. Dave gives him gives him one right back, almost punching a child running right in front of him in <laughs> the head. That's right. <laughs> well, ow. Uh, ow. Uh, back of the coaster, Rocky goes to save Jennifer. Just then Lothar pops up and starts chasing Rocky with a sword. Rocky <laughs> dips and dives out of the way several times, narrowly escaping the rapier blade. <laughs> Rocky starts ascending the empty track with Lothar not far behind. I will mention there's a shot where Rocky um, like corkscrews over over the bench yeah. and he's on the ground and then we get it's a it's a ground perspective of Lothar yeah. coming down and stabbing at the ground yeah. and we get a, a bug eyed like kind of yeah. um, rubber faced look yeah. of like Jim Varney. There's another one coming up yeah. when he falls off the roller coaster. Yeah. Um, so uh, the uh, mm, uh, mm. the other brothers see this is on a mon- see what's going on on a monitor and realize they have to help him in some way. Jacobson now in his helicopter is approaching and Medusa sees this and tells her crew to pack up and go to the drop off point. Rocky and Lothar end up at the top of the coaster. Sam is made aware of this and he sees his son hundreds of feet in the air <laughs> and all he says is, "Oh my God!" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "God." Get, get a helicopter there now. Get my son off the top of that coaster. Is yeah. what he should have said. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, oh my God. Yeah. Rocky causes Lothar to fall off and land on a padded area below. When he falls, he's like, Yeah. He makes, yeah. he makes the earnest, earnest agony noise. Lothar is thankful to, thankful to be alive, but then is quickly swarmed by officers pointing guns at him. To which he, he gives could. a classic earnest face and that's it for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before she goes off, Medusa causes the coaster to start up again in hopes of crushing Rocky under the speeding cars. Rocky makes it down in time to free Jennifer and they both run off, they both jump off the tracks before being flattened. She thanks him and they have a little smooch. Where did they land? Um, on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Back at the drop-off point, Medusa and her cronies await the money bags. Before dropping them, Jacobson kisses his precious cash goodbye. One falls to the earth as the brothers admit defeat. 
However, Amanda pulls out her helicopter and flies it towards the falling bags. The, cop the copter slices the bags, causing money to fall on everyone below and spreading the wealth. Mm. Medusa is incensed, and she tries to grab what she can. Socialism. Socialism. Ugh. Ugh. Scourge on society. Scourge on socialism. On society. Ugh. Anyway, realizing <laughs> this is a lost cause, Medusa scans the park. She sees Amanda smiling as she controls the toy copter. She instructs her conies to grab Amanda. Conies. <laughs> yes. Cronies. Conies. Conies. Crystal conies at crystals. Mm. Yummy. Mm. Uh, as she's taken captive, Amanda yells for the brothers. As the guys go to get Amanda, Dave stops them. He says he can say whatever, but it isn't going to stop the boys. The guys rattle off some of Dave's TV show virtues, to which Dave proudly looks on and joins the kids. <laughs> this is just a show. <laughs> it was just a stunt. <laughs> Medusa takes Amanda to the boiler room and says she'll make the little girl her slave in order to pay back the money she's cost her. The brothers and Dave spot Medusa and call down to her. She says it's nice to see them. Dave hops down to take out some <laughs> nice goons. Nice to see you. Hey, guys. Nice to see you. Yeah. Um, she says nice to see them. Dave hops down to take out some goons. After knocking out three or four, he brashly calls for more, but then is easily taken out by Medusa. <sighs> The kids surround an unconscious Dave, finally realizing how useless an actor who print, who pretends to be a superhero is to their cause. Yeah, at one point they they encounter a chain blocking their path, and Dave's like, allow me. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, you guys, all of you could have jumped over it. Dave could have stepped over it. Yeah, don't jump because it was going down a staircase. Just step over it. Was that one of Dave Dragon's virtues? Oop, don't jump. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all of that I just said. <laughs> Um, before TCB taking care of business, uh, yes. Tum Tum shows his bros the locket Grandpa gave him. So as we're one go, we all so go. Check this shit out. Yeah. The guys go off for their final fight montage. It's good stuff. That's all. Yeah. Uh, Amanda... One ninja gets anally penetrated by an iron pole. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Amanda pushes off a goon who has her by the arm. Medusa ties her up and then turns on a bomb. The guys are high-fiving over their victory, and Medusa concedes to be outmatched. But then she shoots out the lights. With the brothers blind in the dark, Medusa's henchmen don night vision stuff. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. It's a callback. The it's goons, a callback. The goons toy with the brothers as they fumble around in the dark. The guys swing haymakers and kick wildly in the dark, eventually causing Rocky to tumble over the edge of a railing. He catches himself just before he falls to his death. He shouts for his brothers. Ah! <laughs> oh, yeah. my God! Yeah, they heard their names in there somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Colt feels around for Rocky's location. Almost got me. Uh, Tum Tum throws down a smoke bomb and blows himself up. That's what it looks like. <laughs> I can't like. do this no more. <laughs> the vantage point made it look like, because he threw it down. Yeah. And it like, as soon as it blew up, it created enough smoke to where we yeah. didn't see him beyond the smoke. Yeah. So it looked like he blew himself up. <laughs> they find Rocky and pull him up. Once Rocky is safe, the brothers remember the wisdom of their grandfather. Well, Tum Tum shows Rocky the picture of them in the locket. And I was like, but what if it's too dark to see that? Then Rocky pulled, <laughs> they pull Rocky up, and Rocky is safe. <laughs> the brothers remember the wisdom of their grandfather. Pride clouds your judgment. When you clear your mind and become one with your surroundings, you can see without your eyes. The boys then start kicking ass in the dark. Medusa and her brood are up on the ship and celebrating their victory. The brothers find Amanda and the bomb. Amanda says she'll walk them through deactivating the bomb because her dad showed her how on, her, on his last movie. The special effects artist showed her how to defuse a fake bomb. <laughs> that's, 
that's the that's the epitome of that's okay. I saw this in a movie once. Yeah, that that people used to say in movies that would justify them trying to uh, do something that they saw in a movie once, as if that qualifies as learning it. Yeah, it, I, I'm beginning to think her dad has special effects on like snuff films. Yeah, she calls for Rocky to grab her computer. To which would help she that's how she'll walk them through deactivating yeah. the bomb. Uh, unfortunately, the computer needs a three-pronged outlet. Rocky takes a prong off the computer plug and tries to plug it in. It causes sparks and shorts out the computer. Surprise, surprise. That's not how electricity works. No. Deflated, Amanda tells them to save themselves. As the brothers look around for exits, Rocky decides against it. He tells he didn't really. Uh, it's so like you you get hit with the reality of it. It's like this little girl is just resigning herself to the fact that she's gonna explode he tells his bros to grab things to help him make the bomb a rocket they've lowered it onto a track that leads underground but they're not strong enough to break the co2 nozzle just then dave comes from the shadows with a giant wrench he is bound and determined to kill the kitties (laughs) i was just about to say he starts swinging wildly not really you, you got me into this mess dude <laughs> not really he finally makes himself useful and breaks the nozzle on the tank causing it to start propelling out like a missile the baddies continue to celebrate and it's, but it's short-lived as the bomb comes speeding right for them they all abandon ship and medusa makes off with the only money bag the bomb collides with the ship and that baby explodes Medusa swims ashore, thinking she is in the clear. However, she's met with the business end of some Glocks. I'm surprised she didn't, like, they, they like, put natives in there or something. It's like, this is still America. Minahoonies yeah. from Full House. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we then I love see, that you remembered that. Yeah. Minahoonies. We then see flashbulbs going off on the kids. People are calling the kids heroes, and their parents and grandpa approach. They're happy to see them, and a news reporter asks the parents if they're proud of their heroes. Dave Dragon walks by and smirks at the well-deserved affirmation the kids are receiving. The boys see Dave needs a handout more than them, so they, <laughs> give, him all, they give him all the credit. Reporters swarm him. Give me more credit, he'd say. <laughs> the Redders? The Redders? <laughs> the Ruddles? The reporters swarm him, asking about his heroics. Dave looks at the kids and gives them the fisting salute. <laughs> they all I'm going to be doing this to this newscaster tonight. <laughs> they all slowly do it back. The lead reporter says she heard his show was being renewed. And with mic in hand and in front of a camera, the news reporter says, off the record, Dave. Yeah, I've always right. been a big fan, of course, hitting on him. You can't just say off the record and it makes it There's so. There's still a camera on you. Also, how did you find out that his show's being renewed? She heard through the grapevine. Yeah, but like, this is, uh. The parents say they're proud and the boys say they'll be back next summer with Grandpa. Maybe having a fourth ninja with them. No. Hinting at Amanda. No. Grandpa asks if she's up for the ta- up for the task, to which she says, piece of cake, which I'd be offended if I were the yeah. brothers. Like, what? But whatever. Like, okay, well, we're not going to go easy on you then. Yeah. Tum Tum says, head. speaking of cake, mom shows up with a sheet cake, and or mom shows up with a cake. I don't know, sheet cake. <laughs> and then the movie ends with the parents, the brothers, Grandpa, Amanda, and Jennifer singing Tum Tum Happy Birthday while fireworks while fireworks display goes off behind them. Van Halen's dreams play yeah, and the fireworks spell out Thank You Power Rangers <laughs> into the night sky. That is, I almost said three minute a little lady. <laughs> kind that, of. That is, in a way, that is Three Ninjas. High Noon and Mega Mountain. High Noon and Mega Mountain. What is good about this movie? It's completely inoffensive. Mm-hmm. It's lighthearted. It's not great. Don't go in thinking that you're going to get some 
some well acted like it's just it is what it is it's purely is what it is have good memories with this Mm -hmm. i like the three ninjas movies and it's fun it's very it's a very easy watch it has the score and the soundtrack yeah of of one of these straight to video Mm -hmm. movies it's just it's cashing in on the name of three ninjas but fight choreography is good it is there are a lot of cool things that happen comparable martial arts yeah you know, you get a taste of Victor Wong in there, Grandpa. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you get familiar characters. You get Ernest. Jim Varney's in there. Oh, one, yeah. You know, one of his in in his in his waning years of health. Mm-hmm. You get him giving his all to the character. Yeah. Lonnie Anderson. She plays a good snarky, yeah. over the top villain. Um, the, she's not a great actress. No. Her delivery of the lines aren't great, but you yeah. can tell that she's trying. She is trying. Maybe I don't know. Maybe she wasn't trying. Well, Maybe it's just a paycheck. Well, something that is enjoyable is when people know what the movie is yeah. and they act as such. Yeah. So like they don't try and act like it's this, no pun intended, this earnest film, <laughs> not an earnest <laughs> yeah. film. Um, but they're, they're, the villains are over the top. Yeah. And just look at Snyder from the first three ninjas. Ooh, God, I tune love up, being a yeah, bad guy. Tune up the scenery. Yeah. But that was Three Ninjas, High Noon and Mega Mountain, uh, or Mr. Michael Lasky. Mr. Michael Lasky, hopefully, hopefully you liked hopefully it. Hopefully you liked it. Yeah. Hopefully, you, uh, hopefully you won't beat us up. Please please don't beat us yes. up. Yes. And for the rest of you out there, that goes for the rest of you out there, yeah. too. <laughs> please don't beat yes. us up. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. But until then, the house lights are up, the film's off the reel. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We'll see you next time. <laughs>